InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Prescription opioid abuse is a nationwide problem. Now, research shows that opioids are a rapidly growing factor in fatal car crashes. Here with more, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Stanford Chihuri is an epidemiologist at the Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons, and he was the co-author of a study that looked at a frightening new trend in fatal car crashes. So tell us the big headline in your study. The big headline in our study is that we have seen a 700% increase in prescription opioids detected in fatally injured drivers. So we did a study from 1995 to 2015. And we have seen that in 1995, the prevalence of prescription opioids detected was about 1%, and in 2015, it was about 7%. What specific opioid drugs were most common? The most common were oxycodone and hydrocodone. We have morphine and oxymorphine. There is a whole range of prescription opioids that the FARS database has, but among those, we have seen about five or so, including fentanyl, hydrocodone, oxycodone, morphine. Your study also found a difference between men and women, correct? Yes, we did. What we found is that in women, the prevalence was actually higher. So for all opioids that we studied, the prevalence difference from 1995 to 2015 was about 5.83 in women. In men, it was about 4.24. So this is indicative of high usage among women drivers. Is there some age category that's the most common? Yes. Usually older adults over 65. This is the age category that have the highest in terms of intake of prescription opioids. And for a variety of, of reasons, a lot of health issues starts to kick in at that age as well. So we have seen that in terms of the prescriptions, older adults tend to have that problem, which is also another piece of information that we found driving among older adults because at that age most of them actually debate whether they should continue to drive or whether they should give up driving and we have seen that this actually adversely affects this older adult population you have seen things like depression lack of social connection and things like that so in terms of policy that's also another big area that needs to be studied in terms of how can we supplement older adult population driving around once they hit that age. So you found that about 7% of drivers who were fatally injured were under the influence of opioids. Are there any statistics available on just what percentage of the overall population is being prescribed opioids at any given time? Yes, in the general population, the annual prescription has quadrupled actually from 76 million in 1991 to nearly 300 million in 2014. And we have seen that around 2014, an estimated 3,900 people initiated a non-medical prescription of opioid use each day. That's a huge number. You also found that a significant number of drivers who tested positive for prescription opioids also were likely to have alcohol or other drugs in their system. Yes, that's correct. We were interested in prescription opioids, but we were also interested in knowing the concurrent use of prescription opioids in other drugs. And what we found is that there is still quite a huge number of people who 
use prescription opiates concurrently with other drugs and also prescription opiates and alcohol as well. Our guest on InfoTrack is Stanford Chihuri. He's an epidemiologist at the Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons, and he's the co-author of a study that found that the involvement of prescription opioids in fatal car crashes has climbed sevenfold in the past two decades. How do opioids affect driver judgment and reaction times? Opioids are sedatives, and basically they affect psychomotor skills and also cognitive skills that are necessary for driving, including hand-eye coordination, vision, you know, tunnel vision, cognitive skills, and psychomotor functioning. We have seen from experimental studies that they are impaired. So things like reaction time, alertness, attention, concentration during driving, all those things are important. And we have seen that prescription opioids and also illicit opioids, such as heroin, also affect all those things. Now, all of the drivers who lost their lives in this study, were all of them direct recipients of prescriptions, or are there cases where they were using someone else's, for example? That's a good question. Actually, all of the drivers included in the analysis tested positive for prescription opiates. Now, what we don't know is were they legally using the prescription opiates or were they illicitly using prescription opiates? The information that we have is that they tested positive. And also in this study, we actually restricted the analysis to only drivers who died within one hour of a crash. And the reason for that is after a motor vehicle crash or after a trauma, they may tend to administer things like morphine as well. So you don't want that to bias your results. You don't want to actually measure things that were administered after the crash. So we just limited the analysis to within one hour of the crash. Very interesting. Your study used data from California, Hawaii, Illinois, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and West Virginia. Do most states routinely conduct toxicological testing on every single driving death? These states are the states that have high testing rates. One of the major challenges in research in prescription opioids and motor vehicle crashes is that the testing rates are really low. So we identified states that have testing rates of at least 80%, which means that they test at least 80% of all drivers involved in motor vehicle crashes on public highways. So that's the primary reason why we limited our analysis to these states. So what public policy changes do you and your co-authors think may be needed to address the opioid crisis in relation to driving? What we have seen from studying prescription opioids and motor vehicle crashes is that there is variation in terms of how prescription opioids are managed across jurisdictions and across different states. Currently, all states in the District of Columbia have some operational form of prescription drug monitoring programs that collect and monitor and report opioid prescription. However, we haven't seen any major studies that have really rigorously evaluated how they have been doing in terms of curbing illicit use. In terms of the policy implications for this, we basically wanted to try and observe which are the demographics that tend to have the highest risk. For example, here we've seen that female drivers and usually older adults tend to have a high prescription rates of opioids. So really, in terms of the policy, what we have recommended is that doctors and pharmacists and patients themselves, this information should be available to them. So at the point where they are getting their prescriptions, 
they have to have a genuine conversation about the effects of prescription opioids on driving and whether or not they should continue or whether or not they should pause for a little bit or whether or not they should actually increase the dosages. So this is a conversation that has to start from the physician. It has to start from the point of contact where they're getting their prescription opioids because our research is showing that this is indeed linked to involvement of motor vehicle crashes. I just finished writing a paper on a similar topic on prescription opioids, but on the combination of prescription opioids and alcohol in motor vehicle crashes. And the research is actually consistent that prescription opioids are associated with elevated risk of motor vehicle crash initiation as well, which means that you're most likely among the drivers who are actually culpable we are seeing prescription opioids being detected. Very interesting survey. Stanford Chihuri, epidemiologist at the Columbia University College of Physicians and Surgeons, thank you very much for joining us today. Sure, thank you for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.